This is the Generations to Hunt podcast, where the goal is to learn together and further the culture of hunting. Welcome. We're in a crack motel in Saginaw, Michigan. I'd say that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. So I'm here with some good people that I tend to shoot a lot with, and uh, I'd like you to introduce yourself. So my name's Kobe Baker. Uh, I'm from the Jackson area. I uh, shoot a lot of archery with Joe and this other fella here. Uh, Travis Monroe, also from Jackson. So. We're up here. We shot the R100 today. We shot the North American side, and it wasn't a. I think it was pretty good. I yeah, I don't think f- it was a soft course. I mean, the yardages weren't very far apart. No, it was kind of weird that the first ha- the first half was kind of short, and then the then they started spacing them out. It so. did seem that way. The the first maybe twenty Not as targets. Many big targets either. Yeah. No. Like there was. What maybe six, eight big targets throughout the whole North American side? Yeah, a few elk, a few one elk. one moose. Yeah, one moose. moose. I'd say for a family-oriented shoot, though. I mean, they're trying to keep it, you know, right, based on kids and women and everybody being mm-hmm. able to have a good time. It was it set up like pretty they, good. It looks like they focus more on like the smaller game this y- year. Yeah, I would say so. We've seen what. A, I'd probably whole mess 20, small game. 20 yeah. small game targets. Yeah, out of 50, I would say, I would actually say more like 30%. Were, yeah, so 75% or so was probably small games, I'd say. Yeah. 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 And on a normal archery shoe, I would say it's more big game, but I know this wasn't a natural tournament. So, I mean, that's what actually brought us together. Uh, I don't know if you guys, how did you guys meet? So we met through basically just shooting ASA, seeing each other around, yeah. Yeah, <clears> and then we just kind of linked up because I ended up buying some weights from you one day, and then we just, we've just we been shooting ever since. Yeah, yeah. isn't that Same crazy how like, archery yeah. and like this brings us together? Because that's how me and Travis met. We we met at a, a local shoot, too, and yep. then we just uh, actually got paired up together, and uh, I was like, man, these guys are all tattooed and... Looked like me, and I was like, "Man, these we're gonna be real good friends." From so, there, it was so, off and running. Too. Yeah, yeah, a lot of cuss words and a lot of arrows. Right. Yeah, say so that's how you and I met too. We met at the Wild Bill Open. Yeah, we I met, met there. That yep. was before I even knew Travis. I was a little mad that I got paired up with you because you shot so good. Really? Yeah, you shot really good. <sighs> that was my first ASA. Oh, that was your first ASA. That was my first ASA. I had no so. idea. That was the indoor this year, right? The indoor at the Bill. Bills. Yeah, I yeah. had no idea that was. Like and the you killed it. You're like just calling them, like lower, lower. Yeah, I was like, yeah. ah. But that's how it goes. That's archery. That's yeah, I, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's that's true. I mean, they had a great turnout at that shoot. Yeah, Talk about was, a big, a big shoot. Man. Yeah, and there, it was a great setup too. Like I, I mean, in a gym, in a gym, yeah, a high lot school of gym. You that was the first time that. I ever got to sh- shoot in a setting like that. So that was something awesome for yeah. me. That was main reason why i went yeah well part of the main reason i wouldn't say that's the main main reason obviously we're there to support bill but right yeah and i mean i think michigan i don't know because i don't live anywhere as Elks. i think michigan has such a strong archery base it's 
pretty nuts. It um, really does, and it's kind of a close, close knit community. Isn't that's right. that's what I was gonna say. I feel like everybody that's in archery knows everyone in archery, and they that assume makes that you, you know, know them too. Yeah, like yeah. you see one person like at a shoot, and then next thing you know, you've seen that person all year long. Right, and it's just and they're just your buddy now. Yeah, and everybody talks to everybody. I've right. really never really met anyone that's on a you know. Yeah, I, I don't think I've had. A bad terms with anybody else yeah no i'm i mean i've never had i mean we all have some guys that we would prefer not to shoot with right. sure we've all been paired up with some guys we prefer not to shoot with right. but nobody that you just like yeah you'd, you yeah know? yeah not gonna take very, them out right in the parking lot right but. right absolutely but i mean so how long have you guys been archery uh 3d shooting just saying man i mean for me I started 3D probably when I was 13 or 14, and I've been shooting heavy ever since. And then when I turned 16, 16, 17 is when I started taking ASA seriously. And 2016 was my first year of ASA and just right. really taking 3D seriously. And, I mean, so, yeah, pretty much 2013, 2014. Uh, for me, it's, I mean, this is really my first real year of giving it a real go like you know hitting every tournament that i have the time and money to go to and um so far it's been great you know i always shot 3d like me and the buddies would go to the local course but you know i guess you could say i was that guy not that not that i was that guy that brought my bow out in september you know to go shoot but i was you know the guy that just went to the course and we'd fling some arrows and have a good time so shooting 3d has always been around but as far as like taking it seriously in tournament style shooting this would be my first full year so yeah. And this is the first year I was able to make it to nationals too, so I guess I could say the same thing. Right, right. First right. year of taking it actually serious, you know, putting your foot down and making it happen. Yeah, right. yeah. I need to make that lunge one of these days, but I, I think it's really tough to make that lunge. Uh, I think at my, I mean, I'm not that old, but just another excuse I would say. But I mean, let's talk about some of the barriers it w what people would face but doing 3d archery i mean the toughest thing i would say is not having somebody to go with if you don't have somebody to go with i'd say the toughest thing has got to be price i mean yeah right. that too like, I that's mean, the first yeah. that's the first thing that most people that want to get into 3d archery seriously look at and they see they look at it stops them from they right. look at the price of target sites target mm -hmm. arrows everything you know in the target area as far as your accessories and bows especially right to be competitive, at. you do have to spend a lot of money. Right. But I feel like also in archery, it's one of those things where it's kind of like a car. You can buy one, you know, save up and get one, and you're good for a few years. Right. So know. some people will, you know, spend that extra money or go out of the way to, to get that. But I would say, um, you know, getting in would be my toughest thing just having that first in not you know knowing where to go knowing right. what to do you know because if you don't know someone that's shooting or no you're kind of blind to it right you know and i was so nervous to go because i was like i'm not gonna go and embarrass myself in front of people and all that exactly and then uh somebody somebody uh forced me to go to one of these and it was somebody i didn't even know he was like hey you gotta come to one of these and i was just like I don't know. I was thinking he's like, you really, really, really enjoy it. I was like, oh, 
okay, I'll try it. I, it'll make me a better hunter. And that's all I cared about. I was like, I'm, it's going to make me a better hunter. Shot my first one on the line. Didn't like that. But after the end of the day, I was like, I am hooked, man. It was, it was probably a, a real life changer for, that's when I came, was just a hunter. And then I wanted to become an archer. I, I, I at right, that moment, right. I knew there was a different thing. They're not yeah. the same anymore. And I guess that's more of what I was saying earlier too about, you know, before I was I was just that hunter and would go and shoot three D, but was just practicing for hunting. That's right. all it ever was. There's a lot of guys out there like you that. Know? They get yeah. stuck in that cycle. Yeah. And a lot of my friends do the same thing, you know. A lot of guys that I know that are great shooters, they're only worried about going out and being good enough to kill a deer. Well that's all fine and good. But you also want to become a, a better archer overall because that's going to make you a better hunter overall. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. I mean, I didn't know when I was growing up. I was just like, yep, field tips, throw them out, 20, 30, 40, good. Throw some broadheads, it'll fly the yep. same. Yep, yep, they're yeah. all the same. But And then when you start taking archery seriously, you start realizing how much tuning comes oh, into play. Oh, and yeah. Science and, how, and how, math and, I mean. How much affects little things can have on the flight of your arrow your impact how that'll affect a deer when you hit it right there's a lot of variables with that right yeah i think art archery is growing i would say well they're saying it's growing at a rapid rate since covid right so that's a good thing and i'm just trying to uh tell people today like i what would the best way to start getting into it? I mean, what w if you guys could pick one thing besides the bow? What what's the next thing you're gonna you're gonna d start doing to prepare for target shooting? Mm -hmm. I guess to prepare for target shooting, um, practice. Just practice, practice, practice. Know the targets. You know, do some research. Figure out what kind of targets you're going to be shooting. Right. Maybe like, study those targets if like, you've never shot. Like what kind of tournament style? You like the scoring systems? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and all that because uh, you know the Delta McKenzies are you right? The exactly. ASAs yeah. Know that. what you're going to go into. You know, maybe like you said, the scoring system. At least read up on that and know so when you get there, you're not completely in the dark um it's gonna be very helpful for sure but just lots of practice and then you know hook up with somebody at the local shop or the local course that you you might see that's there all the time or somebody that owns it and ask them for references to get a hold of somebody to try to get your in and talk to somebody how to get to these shoots and right you know so for me i would say that <clears throat> to back on what travis said practice is one thing but what I like to say to myself um, is perfect practice, practicing the right way, yeah. going out and practicing your shot process and learning what that means. You know, not just you pull the bow back, you get out, you put your pen on the target and you hit the release. Yeah. More so of how, how are you, are you doing the same thing every time when you draw that bow back? Are you, you know, is your shot process the same every time? And then on top of that, a really good resource is, like Travis was saying, knowing what you're getting into, and YouTube is a big resource for that. There's tons of people out there that cover how ASA scoring works, how an ASA event will work, how IBO works, IAA, maybe not IAA, but IAA is very similar to IBO. It's just, right. It, I think in, in our Michigan, IAA is 
more prevalent than IBO. IBO yes. is kind of yeah. more style, yes. style, but it's the same scoring system yeah. and stuff. I mean, I think in Michigan, personally, IAA is um, right there with ASA, even though ASA on a, I on say, a, I think you know, a standpoint is obviously huge, but IAA in the state of Michigan is it's right there at the top. Yeah. You know, a lot of people shoot it. So you see a lot of the guys that shoot the ASAs go shoot the IAs right. yeah. as well. Yeah. And joining, and we're talking about IAA, it's Independent Archery Association, yes. and they have a Facebook page. If you join that, that's a good step, too, because that will tell you. It will break you down all the tournaments so mm-hmm. to start scheduling and all of them. And mm-hmm. then there's actually a website that will tell you all the rules and all that for, you know, size of stabilizers, if you can have magnifications and all that. You so know, classes and everything that you're going to need to know right. to get right. there. And ASA has something the same thing as well they have a yeah, Facebook right. page as well as well as their guidelines and everything are right on their website but it's definitely something to know before it, you go in and uh if i could if you could only pick one what would you do a I, IAA or asa that's a great question they're on the same day <sighs> you know same prize money that really is a great question um wow it's a tough question too you know one you have 20 targets, one you have 30. Yeah, so you, yeah. There's a lot of options to weigh here because yeah. ASA, like you said, you got 20 targets or IAA, you're shooting 30 targets. ASA is a, a different scoring than IAA. Smaller rings. Uh, smaller rings. Different Different target sets. I think I would personally choose IAA right now, and that's... That that's like a fifty one forty nine percent vote there. I mean, I really when I first started, IAA was I would have said right off the bat it wouldn't even have been a question. But the more ASA that I've shot this year, I've begun to really like shooting that too. It's more of a game than it is just shooting your bow. Yeah, center. and for me, it's it's kind of hard as well because I'm inclined to say ASA because that's what I started with. That's what that's. For a long time, all I knew until this year. That's what you year, know, right, yeah. Until this year, until this guy started taking me to the IAAs. Right. You you put me on IAA this year. You I didn't even, shoot any until this never year. Never even right? heard so, of it until, okay. yeah. until we went to one of the first shoots I went with you. Right. And after that, we just started going to all of them. IAA is right up there with it, but right now ASA still has my heart just because it's a harder game to play. Right. You're going for smaller rings. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, if we're talking, yeah, um, you know, prize money being the same and everything. ASA, I mean, if we're beside that, ASA still has more room to grow as an archer. Right. If you want to go down to nationals and and you do well, you have room to really grow as an archer and, and develop your resume as an archer down there. IAA hasn't really reached that point yet. They're getting close. They're doing really well. Yeah, I think they're what, Tri-State? Yeah, they're so they had the regional that we shot this year, which I mean, like I said, they're really trying they're, and they're doing a really, really great job of it. But it's just not quite on the national level that an ASA is. How about you, Joe? What would you choose if yeah. you had to pick a? I, I started on IAA and I've only done a handful of ASAs, but I think I need to start putting myself in ASA because don't get me wrong. Like both of them are great. I think, uh, IAA is a great starting place. 
you know, fairly friendly, very, you know what I mean? You got nice pace. Yep. 30 targets. If I'm down some, I have time to make up. Right? It's a bit more laxed. Yeah. It is. Laid back. You know? There isn't a shotgun start. You can just show up and go. Right. When you're right. on an ASA line, it's good for the people to know, there you're going to have some anxieties. Yeah. You're going to be anxious oh, yeah. on that line. Right. You go to an IAA, it's you and your buddies. It's right. a, a bit more laid back. You're going to kind of be a, a bit more relaxed. So. Yeah. But at this point, I would say I, uh, ASA. I, I would pick ASA. And he, I've been to probably only like three this year. Really? Yeah. So. And that you make, what makes you pick yeah, the ASA say, what, over what the makes IAA? Because I need to start putting myself, stop putting myself in, in harder positions. No, I need to start putting them in more pressure situation because, right. you know, I need that, I need that, you know, that pressure. You know, I, I, I got the rhythm and all that. And you know I struggle with the back half of the course when you have less targets. Yeah, so your your second half where you start to get tired, you're basically done. Yeah, I'm done. You're five so. targets into where you start to decline. Yeah. So as long as yeah. you can hold it together five <laughs> targets, you're good. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, that's what, man, that's always has been my struggle is fatigue. But and did I, you feel like you shot 50 today? I was going to say, you, you didn't really do that today. You kind of held well, strong towards the end. No, I think I broke down in the middle. It was the middle. I yeah. should have had that Verner's. You had the. Sh- <laughs> I had that, if I had that Verner's on me, I, I would have lights out. Probably yeah, would have been a hundred up right now. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, but the Verner's. No, I don't think we shot. I, I doesn't feel fifty. I was really dreading fifty today. Like yeah. when I was like driving up here, I was like, dude, it's gonna be a chore after like thirty. I was like, it's going to be real. Because that's the most I ever right, shot. Right, and I, targets. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? That I can shoot 100 in my backyard, like nothing. But once you start getting that, you're trying Walk to... Walk per- and the shoot. Yeah, when you're trying to perfect and, and you're trying to well, extra when you're hold. really dialing into your shot and you're really going through your shot process, you're putting more focus into every shot mm-hmm. that you put out there. Each, Every 50 sh- shots that we take out there is probably like double what you would take in your backyard. Because when you're in your backyard, it's just, yep. Yeah, you know your target. Right. I mean, your mm. actual target. You know what I mean? Like, you see this target every day. You're, you're just like, you know it, where the sweet spot. You know you're going to pound. Yeah. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. So, are you guys ready for deer season? Or Yeah, I'm getting there. I, it's, I mean, it's right around the corner. We're yeah. looking at September. And yeah, that's kind of what we were doing here is getting you ready know, for deer we're season. We're basically in the countdown here. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean. You need a final countdown button. Yeah, I, it's just been really tough, man. I just trying to put out cameras and never can get time, and then all the time it's just so hot, and I'm just like, man, I don't really don't want to go blow up my spots right now. Yeah, yeah, so, that's yeah. the biggest thing is kind of staying out of there right now until you, until you have to be in there. Right, yeah. like yeah. all the spots I have picked out, not touching them. Totally. If you're not in there early enough, yeah, at this point, you might as well just right. lay back because you, you you're gonna your deer there, what's there, so. Right. You know, I, and the farmer changed up on my my spot. The farmer changed up. It did a wheat, uh, winter wheat this year, so he already took the field. So and there's nothing. There's no ag on my. Stuff. And you have nothing. a huge field, right? Yeah, 170 acres of. And how much of that is field? How much is the field? 150. You got 20 standing timber. Oh my! So you've got nothing but dirt for as I probably as far as the eye can dirt. see. I got. So much dirt, dude, and it's not pay dirt. Well, if I know anybody looking for dirt, I'll definitely let you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's not so motivated because the neighbor has beans, and then across the street has corn. So they're gonna, they're, they're, they have no reason to come through. Yeah, and then I have a big project in for work right now in Detroit. So I did not gonna finish till like November. 
So I'm gonna have to. I'm I'm gonna have to find a public land spot. And I don't want to jump the public land bandwagon right now because I know everybody's doing it. Yeah. But I'm not, dude. Go for it, dude. Dude, that's I'm, what I have I, to hunt. Yeah, I respect it a lot, but Kobe's a, like the saddle hunter oh. on public land, so he's like really well. I've down switched and went. to the saddle. Oh, you switched? I already have it. What one do you have? I'd say have it's the, a safe decision hunting public land. Yeah. yeah, I have the tethered phantom. Oh, do you? Yeah. Have you actually like tried it out and all? I've that? tried it out. I've went up probably like ten foot in a telephone pole, and it's really comfortable. I mean, I could. I have the um, reclining strap as well. Um, I forget what they call it, but I. I love it. I think it'll be really good. I think I'll be comfortable up there for all day if, you know, as long as the conditions are right. Do you have a platform? Yeah, I got the, the Predator platform. The Predator. That, that's the one that Tether makes and all yeah. that. Yeah. I'm not super familiar with all the saddle stuff. I was really looking into getting a saddle, and I was just like, man, I just really don't trust myself, the human error in it. And that's what I thought, too, but I had to, I mean, like I said, I have to hunt public. That's all I have access to as of right now um and it was the same deal last year and i was fortunate enough to take a doe opening day on my first sit on public but i hunted with a summit viper climbing stand for probably about three months of the or two months of the season and it just was too much you when you're walking and at least around jackson a lot of the public land out there that's any good it's a walk back there like you're talking Close to a half a mile, maybe more, walk back there. And when you got 75 pounds worth of stuff on your back, it gets, like, I mean, I would get to my spot and be completely drenched in sweat. Oh, yeah. And then you go up, you get in the tree, you sit down for five minutes, and you're freezing because you're completely wet. So it just, it reached a point where hauling stuff out there was too much. Being soaked and cold and uncomfortable all the time was too much. And I had a few close calls to those climbing sands oh. falling out of the tree. So I was just like, it's time for something different. And I had to come up with something else. And that's when the saddles started getting big was about last year. Like, everybody was talking about them. So I jumped on the bandwagon. I put down the money, and I'm pretty happy with it so far. I've been lucky enough to hunt uh, private land forever. So I hang and bang is all I know. You know, yeah. it's like... And if that's, I had private, that's what I'd be doing as well. But that's, that's when I, you, I couldn't even imagine trying to use all the extra. I'd rather just walk out there and climb up my stick and clip in and sit down. You know, it sounds spoiled, I guess. No, it's not. Hunting, I mean, but when you're going, when you're get, trying to get out there quiet as quietly as possible, that's yeah. You can't be any more right. quiet, you know, because everything's already there. And that's I don't. That was know. the biggest struggle for me. Is like the climbing stands are not. No matter no. what they say, I don't care what company tries to say. Oh, it's, it's completely silent. It's not, especially in the morning. I couldn't imagine. You yeah, know, it's not five thirty in the morning. The woods They're is terrible. Silent. One of the mornings where right. it's just silent. You know, you can hear a, a mouse fart, and you go to try to climb up a tree with a yeah. climbing stick. And the worst <laughs> I have to worry about now is my climbing sticks. And those, if you do, if you know what you're doing, you can do it quiet. What ones? What sticks do you have? I have the uh, Lone Wolf Heliums. Okay. So, I mean, Joe, you have the XOP, right? The sticks. Uh, I did have the XOP. I still do. I have the XOPs, and then I had the Air Ride for last season. This... Oh, I'm, it was the Hawk Heliums I had, by the way. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, you had the XOPs or. 
I had the XOPs and the full sticks, and then I had the XOP Air Raid. But this year, I bought the Lone Wolf Custom Gear full sticks and the Lone Wolf Custom Gear 1.0 stand. So I'm going to give that a try. Um, I archery talked it, so I didn't pay full price. Uh, That's the way to go. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't afford it, to be no, honest. It, but Lone Wolf's, I mean... If there's any brand I'd go with, oh, yeah, great Wolf. top of the line, top of the I mean, line. Talking feather light, yeah. One other good one to look at was tether, tether. Does make those uh, one sticks? Yeah, they're supposed to be really light. I heard they have huge back order late. Uh, uh, they don't even have them in stock. Yeah, there. I was waiting for months. I, I wonder everything. Right were they now. were they selling yeah, them at TAC or no? I remember they had them at the display. You know, they probably did, but those guys probably have, like, a, a supply of them that they get to carry yeah. around so they, they have things on We, we should have bought sell. them out and scalped them. You probably could have. We could have yeah. paid, paid, paid for a guy yeah. to hunt because some sticks. things are hot right now. Oh, right. Hey, it's there's me like three lists boxes. of people waiting for them. I know. They'd probably tell you you can only buy one set or something. Yeah, I'll come in with a fake-ass mustache and be like, hey, <laughs> name is I'm Julio. here to buy a... A set of sticks. <laughs> oh, I've never seen these ones before. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell me about them? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we were at Tech, and some guy. It was like, like he, the salesman was telling this guy, and then the one guy goes, "How much are these?" And then I, he told him the price. I don't know that. And he's like, "Does it come with lube?" <laughs> yeah. Like, like literally asked him, and the wow. guy was just gave him a look, like, <laughs> really. Wow, I never yeah. expected that to come out of his mouth. Uh, yeah. it, well, I mean, dude, sometimes some of the stuff is pretty pricey. And, yeah, and but, if, you, if if it's the owner, I mean, I can't give you any discredit if you're if you're just being honest. Right. Yeah. Maybe maybe be a little bit more gentler with your delivery, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I it, can't blame the guy though, because I would balk it, you know. Yeah. Three four hundred dollars for one set. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. It, and that was the issue with the tethered sticks that I had. Is like I just couldn't. I couldn't. You're talking about after thinking one about it for a while, set. I couldn't cough up the money for a three pack. They wanted four, almost four hundred dollars for a three pack. Of sticks. That's why I haven't jumped to cellular cameras. I bought a four pack. I run too many. I bought like in there, four of those expensive. hawk sticks for hundred, hundred and twenty. I know. I see them on camel fire all the time too, for like one ten, one. Say, and they're light. I, they're real light. And I don't know how many people. And it's crazy on some of the forums they like modify them hawk heliums. Like they'll like cut off like that, and like like them of the the weight weenies I call right. them. Yeah. They're just like shaving, cutting, and drilling in holes and, and shit. Yeah. You're like. Yep. That's your platform. You right. shouldn't be <laughs> modifying that's it. That's stability. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, them are nice six for the price. I I don't think they can be beat. Like a, a hundred bucks for was it three sticks or four? I think I bought three for a hundred, and then I bought a single for forty or something. Yeah. Or no, it was that's not three terrible. for eighty, and then forty for the single. Oh, so that's a steal because I, I was mean, just going to do three I mean, but I, kinda, I like to get up a little bit higher yeah make sure I can I like to space my sticks out a little bit too but I like to be up about 18 20 22 feet so yeah. I got eighters on mine right now I got four full sticks and well I'll be carrying full I got I got five but I, I don't know why but I got eighters on two of them so I think I'd probably only be doing three sticks. I'll bring the four stick with me, but I think I'm just gonna be doing three sticks this this year. I figured it would be a good thing to have. Oh yeah. Because I mean, hunting from a saddle, if even if I don't want to take my platform out one day, I can just take sticks out, get up higher in the tree, and hunt from the sticks. You so, know? so you have no intention. Use the sticks as the platform. 
no intention to be mobile or anything. You're just gonna have multiple pre pre hunt. I yeah. don't think he's yeah. ever even gonna consider no. hunting public. No. Well, mind. I'm just saying, even on private yeah. too. Well, yeah. I mean, if running gun setup. If that buck's coming over there, and you're just gonna sit over there, you're just, just gonna watch him walk watch by. Him, like fuck, man, three days in a row, I seen him come <laughs> over there. Yeah, I mean, in that case, I probably would set something up, but I probably would even just run a ground blind seriously Damn. at that point <sighs> ground blinds are tough though because if i see okay because like the scenario you said like three days in a row you know or even three days in a week if i see a deer hit the same hedgerow three days in a week he's gonna be back he's gonna hit that same hedgerow would, again would you not put a ground blind and just hunt from the ground because i've been seeing a lot of people do that too i don't know i I guess it depends on where I seen the deer too, because I mean, how much cover was there. Because they're, they're gonna pick you off. Yeah. I, I feel like yes, you don't want to go smack a ground blind there, because the deer is gonna walk out and say, "Hey, and say this wasn't my, here." My ground blind hard is because you really you also do want to just go smack a ground blind there, because if you can put it in a good enough spot that you have an advantage, so this deer is coming to you without knowing that the ground blind's even there, and you have a shot opportunity before then. You know, it's more of an element of surprise. He's going to think, hey, I've walked this hedgerow three times this week and nothing happened. And then he's going to go to walk this hedgerow and there you are. So I think I would do the opposite. I would just tuck, tuck in some trees because. I was going to say, that's what I'd do too. I'd just yeah. find some, yeah. something to sit under, something to I mean, conceal yourself. It's your hunt. You can do it anyway. But I would just, I would just go because guess what? I'm going to put a tree fort in the middle of your living room. You, you go by there every day. Well, right. Are you get a notice of tree fort in, in your living room. I right. mean, it's his living room. So. Yeah, but I I, yeah, I understand what you were saying about it. And so. Yeah. So I don't know. No, probably being mobile for me at this point. Do you have no any need. intentions of out of state hunts? I'd like to go to Ohio this year. To say I've been trying to push him to go to Ohio. What I've had like, what? Where? Let's go. Well, uh, there we go. We got one more on board. Uh, yeah. We so need to go. But the thing is, is we need to we go have scout. Have. We need to go find a spot and so look before we just run and gun because yeah, that's why you got mobile stands. Well, well, we yeah, but buddy, still, where you, you don't my XLP. stand at. You can use my XLP. Put it right on your back. Let's go. And then just go where <laughs> They open go. September 15th. Let's go. Yeah, well, the reason open. why I wanted to go down there, I want to get a velvet buck. Oh, you do. Oh, man. That's where you're going to go around here that you can get I, a velvet buck. I head down to Tennessee. And, I don't like velvet bucks. Don't judge me. Why? Because it gets beat up, or no? I just this is not not it's my not, thing. Not it. I'm a hard horn guy. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. I mean, I just think there's some people like the right wide rack. Some like tall and tall, but what what do you prefer? Wide, tall? I would like a tall, like a like a like a curvy but tall. Yeah. I like tall, tall. over wideness. Yeah, I would I would willingly give up my points. For the spread for tall. Typical, non typical? Just like a Hanson buck tall, perfect. I would like to beat the Hanson buck so we could put the Ron Polo buck <laughs> up, up there. Up there. But we're not going to talk about that rabbit hole. Right. You don't want to go down that right now. Yeah. Yeah, let's try to go down to Ohio or something. We I mean, can, I'm down. We got a buddy like, that's that's done some scouting. Like Southern Jackson. Ohio, or do you just want to do yeah, it like a Jackson weekend? Yeah, Jackson County, Ohio, specifically, actually, which is kind of crazy. Jackson County, Ohio. Yeah. Why do you, like, know a spot there? Or? Well, our mutual friend does. Yeah, but Is there a public land down there, or is it? 
Yeah, there's a lot of okay. public land down there. But he's right. he's hunted down there's there. There's 40 before. acres. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're good. No, no, I mean it it can be like that, but there's also yeah. you can find some awesome deer on spots like that. Yeah. You know? I had somebody say there was tons of public land in this one spot over here and in Lingsburg and stuff and really I was like, "Oh yeah, well, how much is there?" Yeah, it's like a 42 or 42 acre parcel, bro. I'm like I mean, yeah, there's probably some big bucks or something on there, but if you, but ah, my damn, no. dude, yeah, it's, but it's only not holding it. Yeah, if you got like three or four people on there, that thing's right. crowded, but it's not holding any deer with no, acres. But I mean, even if we wanted to, Ohio wouldn't be too bad for a guided hunt. Yeah, like if you have a lot of people do the, um, they have their farms down there. I really don't really want to do like a high fence hunt. No, but no. some somebody that has some property where they they have good deer, you know, like they, you pay and right just have yeah. a stands out and you go. Sit. The only thing I don't like about that because they usually, if we, you know, unless you lease out for the year, it's pretty expensive, and um, uh, if you do it by the week, you don't know what people are doing like the previous week, like right. blowing shit up. And yeah, they could have went out there and like, stomped around. Yeah, because they're like, oh shit, it's my last day. I'm going right to the bed. You right. know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. So. And then you paid and came down there and they were just racing dirt bikes out there the night. I love before. how that sign says tobacco, e cigarettes, and cannabis. Yeah, I've never you seen pointed that, that out. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Neither have we. Not we allowed. Three. Illegal. Not allowed in this, this room. But it doesn't point out cracks. So. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. Yeah. Math. Yeah. Yeah, lady, update your sign. Listen, you can speedball in here. You just can't smoke any weed. All yeah. right? Yeah. It's 2021, man. Judge free. Yeah, if you want to. Oh, yeah. You want to do a rail? Go for it. <laughs> I guess. You want to hit your vape? No. <laughs> no, not here in Saginaw. No. Saginaw, Michigan. So you don't want to, so you don't want to run no cell cams and all that. Is that just because of price point alone? Right now, yes, because it's just expensive. I would like to plan. do it. And well, the plan is that's what I was just gonna say. The plan isn't bad. It's like seven bucks a month for like five hundred pictures, or fifteen dollars a month for unlimited. So I mean, always gotta get you fifteen a month. You can eight. have this many pictures, or you can have all your pictures. You, you know, I did uh, with my spy points. I had three of them running, and I had fifteen dollars a plan for each camera. And then I didn't notice till about March last year. I was still on the fifteen dollars one. I was like, I'm paying forty five bucks a month to not run cameras. Right. Uh, you, you I just forgot paying. to. Can- I was like, how much money do you think they make off of that when people don't cancel their subscriptions? Right. And just yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, that's not too bad. I don't think so. No, it's not bad. I just hate to buy the receiver and the the cams and all that when I can just check them like twice and call it good. All I want to do is use it for reference anyways. Because I feel like I got a guy that uh, I uh, know from work, and he runs the cellular cams. And he said that he ended up having to turn his phone on silent and stuff at night because it just constantly went off with... Random pictures and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah that would be raccoons. pretty annoying. Yeah, and he said for the first few days, he was, like, waking up in the middle of the night every time his phone would go off because he didn't know what it, you know, it could be a big block. Raccoon. And it was, you know, no. just the anticipation. But this old lady was getting mad at him. <laughs> yeah, I had one. Uh, I was working night shift. This was, like, two years ago or three years ago. I was on night shift, and, oh, like, a 120, 130 walked by my cell cam, and it was, like, 3 or 4 o'clock. 
And I was like, all right, I'm leaving. I'm going, I'm going straight to the stand. And that's what I did. I was like, I'm going to the stand. Left work. Just left left work. Went and tried to hunt the buck. Did you see it? No. Yeah, it was probably you long. Yeah, I was long, long gone. Gone I'm just saying, like, I had, I, I was, it just got me such in the mood for hunting. I was just like, I was just like, all right, let's go. Let's morning hunt. Right. And then, I really shouldn't have. And that's when I really didn't know anything about winds and all that. I mean, I knew of the wind, but like, <laughs> you didn't know I was, how to play the wind. I didn't know, I like, of the wind. like, oh, the wind's coming out of the southeast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's I, the wind. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to that stand. Oh, the, the wind's wind. coming out of the northeast. I'm going to that exact same stand. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, right? like just oh, go in there. Like, because everybody was talking about wind direction, I was just like, oh, you just got to know the wind direction. All right, I know it, but I wasn't playing that. Right, you weren't using it to your advantage or anything. <laughs> no, I was just. I, uh, I, yep, this? that's that's where the wind's going. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard, I guess, with the not being mobile. Seeing so, we were talking about that in the wind direction. Because if you don't have a stand set up to to play the wind every direction, there's days when you can't hunt because, you know, if you don't if you don't have something that's playing, you know, the northwest and the wind's coming straight out of the northwest all day long, you're where are you gonna go sit? Right. How many stands do you have set right now? Um, right now six. That's... And it's a hundred and thirty acres. Yeah, that's an it... And they're pretty sporadic, you think, or um, yeah, I I would say if you went the shortest distance you could, you know, the bird flies from stand to stand, five hundred yards. Oh yeah, so they're just probably just spread out. And you know, maybe two of them are further away because there's a partial in between me that a guy owns that nobody hunts, so I do have to kind of jump around that. Oh okay. So, you got some big bucks on camera. Yeah, decent this year. I'm not going to blow up your spot, but... It's a good year this year so far. I mean, for seeing deer, uh, we haven't, so we haven't you'll, gotten you'll the stand what yet. Happens on you know, yeah, yeah, we'll see come October what, what we actually What's have. still out there. Yeah, but um, for seeing deer on camera, it's gotten better and better in the past five years. I feel like the amount of deer and the quality of deer have grown and I feel like that's throughout the whole state of Michigan. Yeah. Not just Well, you guys are spoiled. Jackson's always been in the top tier. Jackson County. Yeah. You got the food, though. That's yeah, why. Yeah, I know that. We, we do. We have a ton of ag. A ton of ag. We have stuff down in this side of the state that people up north literally have never seen as far as agriculture. Right. Here. And I come from, uh, I come from uh, Sag- or Shiawassee County. And we kind of have a lot of ag, and we have some pretty decent deer. But I yeah. think Jackson's always been, like, on Michigan Buck Bowl and all that, where mm-hmm. you look at all where the county are. I yep. think Jackson usually takes us every year. We're pretty close to the top every year in the yeah. that in Hillsdale County. Hillsdale. Yeah. You get in the southern part of Michigan. You'll get you a couple from get... Hanover that are pretty good. You yeah. Some good bucks. But um, a lot of people sleep on Jackson. That live in Jackson. Really? They want to. They want to go hunt other places. I don't. I, That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I have buddies that they refuse to go hunt anywhere in Jackson. Really? They want to go hunt up towards the Lansing area. The CWD zone? No, like not even I necessarily as far as Lansing, but, but towards Springport and right. Eden Rapids. And well, Springport, I can see, Springport's yes. Okay, that's, I mean, that's just outside of Jackson County. It's in Eaton County. Or... Eaton Rapids is where you start to hit a hit a kind of like a line almost. Yeah, where... we're 
we're blowing up so many people's shit right now. They're probably like, shut the hell up. Don't tell them. Fuck them. Well, There's no public land. I know. Yeah. That's I was going to say, Eaton, Eaton Rapids, Springport, like if you, you guys go are safe. Jackson There's public no land. public it's, land out there. There's sorry. actually... Colby hunts it off. Yeah, as I say, I hunted all. You all, you just Kobe's blowing up all the bedding zones. Listen, I'm not gonna tell you where. Even if he's not hunting that day, he walks right through them. I'm not gonna tell you where they're at, but I will tell you they're out there. And if you're not out there, then you're missing out. What do you guys think out in your area? Do you think there's some like 140s, 150s? I think that they're out there. I think 100. percent I think that you guys always got some decent one. We we kind of get spoiled around in our area because we we. We'll see a giant ten-point deer right off the side of the road. Mm. Some people may hunt for years and never see something like that. You know, they may see six, maybe an eight. Yeah. I know a lot of people that have only seen a good-sized eight, and by a good-sized eight, that's still one hundred, two and a half, three-year-old deer. Yeah, two and a half. Right. I know I'm ready to get out there this year. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, the season was coming up quick. I, I felt like July, I was like, whoa, whoa, slow down. I haven't even had a summer, and now it's just like, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of slowed, yeah. I'm now, ready. And now it really sucks that other states are opening up right now, and, and then you're seeing people harvest bucks, and you're just like, yeah, frick, we have itch. a whole nother month. Gets the itch going. Yeah. Tennessee opener was what, yesterday? Yeah. Friday? Or bucks already went down in that. Bow hunting league. Yep. Already dropping decent deer. Oh, when's the deadline? I think that's soon. I don't even it think it's be over make. because yeah, I think um, it's, if they've started think, shooting think, deer, I think it's over. Yeah. Also, damn it. There and Maybe next year. Look up bow hunting league. Yeah. If you guys are interested in a tournament, I would definitely. It's a free tournament. Yeah. They give out a lot of prizes. National. I mean, and I didn't even know about it, so I'm yeah. definitely going to be getting involved yeah. this year. It's crazy, like some of the things that like you think people know about, and just like everything, and a lot of people don't know about. So, like, definitely reach out, like IA, like you didn't even know, like IA, like I didn't even know 3D archery was that big, and I was just like, oh, I'll go to one, and I just like, there's literally one from what you would say May. Well, mid June, mid June, everyone are uh, one a weekend or multiple ones. It actually starts in February. Well, I'm just saying, like, I you think there's ASA. one? You think there's one every weekend though? From ASA. That? Uh, well, this year it wasn't. It's sporadic because they skip all the weekends at nationals, and they yeah, do well, skip they, a couple of the that. holiday weekends. Right, they'll do that throughout um, the year. Anytime there's a national, there won't be any local ASA shoots. Yeah, I think there was about. 15 ASA shoots this year. Right. But they started in uh, February. Mm-hmm. End of January, beginning of Yeah, February. we went to the February one. Yep. Up at Shoepex? No. No, we, we went we to didn't. some IAAs. IAAs oh, in okay. IAAs. It was yeah. miserable. Outdoor. Oh, I had imagined. It was miserable. Out. Freezing cold. It was, if it wasn't, it's so bad for your bows. Like, 30 shots in the snow like that was so bad. My peep was like, they, I don't even know like how to explain it, dude. It, it just would not. And like my cams are like almost freezing. Up. It felt like they were freezing up. Dude. We went to Flint Bowman that day. It was what fourteen degrees. Yeah, but chilled. Too cold. And we went and shot an IA outdoors. Yeah, thirty no. rounder. Yeah, I think I. Me and Joe were like the only ones there. Yeah. As I say, I think I would have skipped that one. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the cold. 
No, it which sucks as a hunter because I have to invest a lot in clothes, especially in Michigan because we have right. a good have a portion very, of the hunting season, that, and we have a very cold. brutal cold, winter. Yeah. When's your favorite time to hunt? Favorite time to hunt? If it's not cold, it's got to be beginning of October. Say, I, I mean, <laughs> patterns are still there. Though. I was gonna say, yeah. October is a great month for the weather, but November is my favorite month because mm. it's still not too cold, it's not too warm. It's just about right through up to the end of the month, usually, if you get lucky. And then, then if you're also lucky, depending on when the rut falls, you can get on some really, really nice bucks, you know. So, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I like hunting early season because you can get in, a, in on a, a buck quick. And you could take out that big buck that everybody's going for, especially for me on public i kind of got to get out there and get them right. first yeah you do so like october is a really great month but november is kind of the make it or break it month december yeah. is kind of you throw it up in the air and you're just like and would you notice on public land would you say the occupancy of you know of people hunters is going up throughout october like I would say so. I would say once you hit gun season, you're... Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if we're just talking about bow right bow now. Season. Yeah. Uh, well, October, like, slower you get into November, you say the quality... I would I mean, say more. so, but I would say what's kind of crazy is you don't see very many bow hunters out on public around in the Jackson really? area. At least on the spots that I've been to. Not nearly as many as gun season. Right, that's, that's what sure. I was going to say. I mean, say. gun yeah, season brings out everybody see, and their brother, like we say, all You know, might see but. one guy maybe two i've seen a if few people a uh, very hunting public, public land that you know i mean because jackson public land is is right off the highway right so off the highway and it's all pretty much yeah, bunched together there's a lot a big of chunk, it and if you know about it you know about it so right but i mean there's a lot of it too there what's, is there is a ton what's your favorite time to hunt t um I love I tree opening day like Christmas day, um, no matter hundred degrees or zero no matter below. what day it yeah no matter what the weather is um, that day is my favorite day to hunt just because it's you know like I said like Christmas as a as a big kid, um, but I take off work the the fifth of November through the twentieth. Of November, just try and catch them as soon, so, as soon as it hits. Yeah, so I'm I'm like right in the rut, you know, because I'd say they're hitting around late October, yep. you know, and uh, I'm getting out there, and I and I do that for the purpose of being able to hunt with my bow right. for a good couple weeks, and then also being able to get out there and hunt with my gun if I don't get it done with my bow. But definitely bow season. Um, Big time archery. Over yeah, it, gun for me yeah. is a last resort. If I can't kill, if I can kill all my deer with a bow, and be done before November fifteenth, I would every year. I hunt through November fifteenth with my bow. Yeah. I won't. I generally don't even take out my gun. Yeah, I, unless it's like I said, December is the kind of that month I put towards, like, all right, do I have any meat in the freezer? Do I or do I need to make something happen? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I didn't even take my gun out last year. No. Did I? No. I don't think I took one at all that. Uh, but my favorite time to hunt is actually like the f- week before Christmas and then to Christmas. Not for big bucks. It's just my favorite time just because like, everything, it is cold, but like just everything is just like slow down. You know what I mean? It's there's, definitely slow. There's no chaos in the woods and all no. that. 
you but can see. Hopefully, I have like a tag punch or two, like two or three, so it's right. like no stress. But that's like my favorite time to be in the woods. Is just so cold, and I remember like three years ago, I had like walking pneumonia, and I was out there, and I shot a doe, and I had my wife, and there was like a foot of snow. And I had my wife come outside, and I was like, hey, come with me. And I really, the only reason I had her come with me, because I really thought I was going to die and pass out out there. And I wanted, <laughs> Trying to clean I did not want to and drag it home. Yeah, well, yeah. so yeah. I, I literally dragged that deer on a sled. And with it was, like, the worst experience, but, the, like, so awesome. You oh, know what I mean? Sure, yeah. It was just like that. And my wife was like, no, did not want no part of it. <laughs> but, uh yeah, that's my, one of my favorite times. So, but uh, that's cool how you take all them days off. Yeah, I I kind of wanted I wanted to do that. I, I'm actually like thinking about like this might be my last year at this job right now. I I'm at I might be switching up my job, doing the same thing, but might be switching uh this one, and uh, uh hopefully my I'm definitely can. lucky to be able to take the time off. But I do also. It's not like I just some you know take the time off. I'm leisure. I save. My, oh yeah my time off all year you know for unless i'm like need sick days and i don't have the extra to make it up that's pretty much all my my time off goes to to hunting and it's cool that way too because i think about being out there in the stand and i'm like i'm getting paid you know to be out here right. and hunt for for two yeah. weeks but so i can't I'm, complain about that getting paid no year. yeah, yeah. No, that's what we're all dreaming about, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I want to make that commitment because usually, I, like with work and all that, like I being like the site supervisor, uh, I can't, you know, I can't walk away from a project for right. two weeks, right? Yeah, because that's just like night. Things would blow up. Yeah, I'm sure. I my I, I couldn't sleep. No, there, no, people would be calling me in the stand and all that, and it would drive me nuts. But uh, yeah, I really uh, I want to make that like leap, like you guys. Yeah, just like taking two weeks off. Yeah. Definitely. It's worth it. Um, For sure. Isn't it crazy that a thing like hunting can just like passion you just to like... Consume your whole life. Consume your whole life. And that's what I love about like going back to archery and like not even bow hunting, you know, 3D and all that. It's just like... You guys, I know you guys are crazy good archers. And all stuff. the time shooting. It's just all like, I mean, it's constant. Like, hey, what, what are you doing? Why are you like, why are you using this release? Why are you using this brand? You know, like all this. Like, we think about why our bows shoot like that and all that, and just break it down. I probably constantly. touch my bow every day. Yeah, and, and in the, yeah. you know, just in so, like I'm at home, I get home from work. In some way, I get it out. I, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, at least if, get it every day. You know. I don't think like, I can I go more than two days. And like I'm just saying, like one of them days is like I'm getting home at eight o'clock at night, and I only have time to shower and all that without like doing something archery related or hunting related. Yeah. And, yeah. And it doesn't make. I mean, I know other people have different life, but it's just like crazy. Like some people, like like I said on Facebook the other day, like. All these people, I went to a bow shot and bought some arrows and people were coming in there and, you know, being real rude about, 
you know, waiting that long at a bow set or bow shop when they just got their bow out and the shop's open all year long mm-hmm. and the season's mm-hmm. opening up and they want this shit done now. Yeah, well, I think it's crazy. And, you know, you don't support the business in the off season and then you come in there and demanding your stuff right away. I mean, you got to be patient with them guys. Well, yeah. it's because, especially in 2021, people are dehumanizing other people. Right. Especially, well, yeah, especially but that's still like a thing. Especially though. when it comes to retail. It's always been like yes, that. Yes, well, there's always, always like the group that. of guys. Because like, Shoepex in town. It's you, getting you, worse. In Jackson, Shoepex, great archery shop. You go in there from August to November. And mid-August to, you can't, end, you, to end of November. You can't even get anything done. Just because they're so packed, and no, they're a decent stand, size shop, you'll stand there for. Probably but then the rest of the hour. year, you go in there in June. Dead. They're standing there talking. Yeah. There ain't nothing going yeah. on. Going on. Yeah, I think people should definitely start supporting their. You know, try to join a like a winter league. If I know time is a thing, yeah. but yeah, like try to support these shops, even if you you, you know you gonna need something and you're not gonna even use it for like three four months. Right. Still, go get it done. Go yeah. get it done in Man, the summer. And I hate to be this guy. Plus, it'll give you but, a reason to use your bow. But practice with your bow. Pick your bow up. Go out and shoot. Wait, 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 wait. I've never heard this before. You've Come never on. heard this? No. <laughs> this Tell, me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. I'm intrigued. So, you get your bow, and you take it out of the case. Wait, 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 wait. wait. It just stays in the case, though. Wait. You want me to slow it down? Yeah. You like, take it your stays bow in the case. the case. October 1st, it comes out. Right. It was good last year. No. It shot great last no. year, dude. No. <laughs> what are you telling me, Kobe? I'm telling you that. As archers, we should want to be better. Are archers. you saying I'm wrong? No, I'm I'm saying what you're doing is wrong. Oh, okay. I'm glad I'm not wrong. Right, right. So, people should want to be better at what they're doing. They should For want sure. to be better archers, which will inherently make you a better hunter. By that, you should be practicing what you're doing. I mean, if you look at any sport, just just sport, the greats did not get great by picking the ball up once and shooting it at. At the NBA playoffs. Oh, they do it every day. Right. They're every out there day. every day. First person on the court, last person to leave. That's mm-hmm. that. Those are the people that make a difference. Those are the people that get good at what they do. Yeah. And at the end of the day, even as hunters, yes, if you're just if you're just shooting a bow just to go out and hunt. Yeah, but you can get you should, better at hunting you should, even right, as you a be, hunter, even without be a being better an hunter. archer. Because there's another side to it. We're on the archer yeah. side of it. There's another guy out there who's the the hunter. You know, he may you know pick his bow up and practice and take it seriously, but he's like focusing on the hunt side right. of it way more. And then there's those guys that don't practice or get out and you know work on their hunting abilities either. Right. You or know, just you could the, be the best archer in the world and then and I not hate, put your time. I hate into to say it like hunting. this, but I mean when you put your bow in your case and you don't shoot it for several months and then you pick it back up and you try to shoot it your shot process will not be the same i don't care who you are right i don't care if you are michael jordan of archery it just makes me queasy thinking about not touching my bow for that right you need to be consistent in what you're doing you need to put the time in to really try and get good at it that's not i mean and you guys are like competing right and that's what i say tournaments aside yeah and if we just want to go into that a little bit about the tournament, I mean, you guys are, like, competing in high levels, and and you guys are doing really good. And, I mean, how many arrows do you guys think you're putting in a week? Not enough. And I'll tell you that 100% honestly. See, that's... Not enough. That's probably one of the best no. answers I ever heard. I mean... And 
how many arrows, honestly, do we shoot a week? I mean, we probably shoot. a few hundred, if not five, you know, every week. But, but see, like, Travis and I were talking about this on the way up here, on the drive it's up. It's not here. enough. No. It's not enough because he and I are both in positions where we don't have a backyard where we can just go out and right. step out and shoot our bows. We have to drive. That's to another go. limit to archery. Yeah. You know, not having the place to be able to go do it. We have to drive to go shoot. Yeah. And... I mean, so I don't, especially when you gotta, you gotta work, you right. got, you gotta keep a house, you got bills to pay, right. you got things to do, you got responsibilities. You can't shoot every day. But you guys are still but doing it. Yeah, you gotta make it happen. I was gonna say you gotta. If you want to be happen. good, and if that's what he's saying with the practice, yeah, and that's with a big buck. I mean, in hunting and archery, if you want to, you want to kill that big deer, you gotta get out there and, and you gotta make it happen. And you know, my my sister's starting out in archery. We I just got her her first bow. She hasn't even shot an arrow through it yet, but I'm already drilling that into her. Right. Like, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Got to like it, too. Yeah. Because it's something you got to you gotta like. You like, know? if you want something, if you want want to do something, or you, you want to be good at doing something, you have to make it happen for yourself. Because nobody's just going to be like, here you go. Right. Here's, here's that thing you wanted, now do it. Definitely in Michigan. Because Michigan's not producing huge deer. And a lot of deer. I mean, granted, we have a good state, but we're not one of the states where you're going to go out there and drop, you know, no. 130s, 140s no, every year with ease. You know, like right. some of these states where those guys are passing them up and letting them walk. For us, that's that's a feat. I was going to say, and sometimes it's you got to really get out there and make it happen to do it. Unless sometimes. you get that, you know, the lucky one that walks by every yeah. once in a while. But that's that's the stroke of luck. That I would say hits, a few and but, far between sometimes. Right. Yeah can be really difficult to find those ones. But, and and I would say, don't be afraid to fail. I mean, like, that's when you learn the most is, why why, why didn't that buck come in? You know, I was hitting my rattle horn. Why didn't he come in? Mm -hmm. Like, or I was hitting the grunt tube. Why wasn't he coming in? Well, he's probably coming down the leeward wind side on you, and he winded you, and that's why he boogied. Right. Or, or, you know, know, break down practice, like, okay, every third arrow I shoot, it's high right. Why is it doing that? Is it me? Is it that arrow? Did I do an index on these arrows? You know, there's so much you can break down, but mm-hmm. don't be afraid to fail. Just be like, oh, well, it's just, it. stop, at, don't ignore them questions. You know what I mean? Ask right. them questions. Right. Find out them answers. Try to try for them answers. Yeah, you know? Failing is learning, especially yeah. in archery. And, say that, that, and you're going to fail a lot. Oh, yeah. You won't find out what's wrong until you fail. Very humbling. Hunting, oh, yeah. archery, uh, the outdoors. Archer, archery is a whole. Know, it's a humbling scenario. experience. The whole, the whole scenario. And, so, and you guys are like the best archers I hunt or shoot with, and all that. And it some days it, it's hot, and then sometimes it's not, and it's just yeah. And it's just you do have your days, um, even if you feel like you're on. Yeah, I feel like there's days where you could you you may feel like you're just going to. Yeah, I, to do it yeah. and it doesn't happen no matter what you do and you can't figure it out all day long and it just never comes together for you right but and I, you'll have your off days oh yeah and that's what i'm trying to teach myself is to not be so hard on myself on, on my off days because you can go out and you know you set you can set your sight right you can shoot be shooting great arrows but if your shot process isn't isn't great you're falling out of your shot you're you're getting a little bit relaxed, a little bit lazy in your shot. That's that that right there is where you start to diminish everything that you're really working for. You know what I mean? So 
Yeah. I think the the hardest thing about uh like is the mental aspect of archery cuz like it can like it could be halfway through the tournament and you're doing great and all that and then all of a sudden one bad shot and then it just a, a trickle effect it, and you just get in this hole where you're just like oh I can't believe I dropped that point I was doing so well and then all of a sudden oh I dropped another one and then it, it could just deplete your whole game so what's like the a good thing that you guys try to keep on the mental part of it like how to keep you on the good bird side I guess just focus on the next shot, you know. Always focus on, you know, focus on the shot you're making until it's made. But a shot arrow is a shot arrow. Can't so at that back. point, yeah. So at that point, once I've shot that arrow, I'm already focusing on the next shot, you know. Trying to clear my head, trying to get right to, you know, to start looking at the next target you know, deciding what I'm going to do and going through, like Kobe said, your shot process, which begins way before, you know, you even pick up your bow, Right. you know, when you get to that next target. And, I, yeah, say. I'd say just just letting it go, being able to just let that shot go and, and focus on the next one. Because if you don't, it just carries over, like you said. Then, you know, you missed one. Now all of a sudden, oh, I missed two and I missed three. And right. it just becomes a whirlwind effect. And it really can mentally be... Diminishing yeah. to your game, and I would say that was probably my biggest struggle this year, especially with going to nationals, because when you go to nationals, that feeling of being down on yourself for a bad shot is about tenfold. Oh yeah, especially when you've dro- you've driven seven hours, you've put three hundred dollars in between your trip and travel and gas and paying to shoot. That all adds up really quick. So when you're out there and all that money that you've already spent is either Depending on you shooting well or not, you can really start to kick yourself. Right. And that's where I ran into that problem this year, and I had to really figure out, okay, how am I going to get past this mental side of it of when I make a bad shot, how am I going to recover? So I asked a bunch of the people that I know that are good shooters, and I was like, Just give me some ideas. What, what, what do you do? Main thing I heard, forget it. Seriously, just forget it. Act like it didn't happen. That arrow, it, what arrow? What What are you talking about? Never happened. Move on to the next one. Slow yourself down. Make a good shot. Right. Shot process. Shot process. It was kind of like the apple buck, man. Somebody was talking to me right after I did that first shot, and then somebody said me something. And I, I just, said it. I, I didn't know who said it. I blacked the fuck out. I was just like, I can't right. remember what I said. But I, 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 oh, yeah, I said, did you check your sight? Yeah. I think. No, you said, are you going to shoot the apple? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you had a choice whether you wanted to yeah, or not. Right. As soon as I didn't hear a response from you, I was like, he's shooting the apple. Yeah, yeah I just, I was like. Going for it. He was already in a shot process. I was just like, point. black. And that's, like, and that's what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, you just. You, just, Cause you hammered that up, apple, too. At the end of the day. Hammered it. You did what you needed to do, and you made that shot. Fuck your feelings. I mean, don't no, worry about I, I'm me. sorry. I, don't yeah. worry about me. Not you know, like I don't feel bad like, about not responding to me. I, I you hit that apple. That's what you needed to do, and that's what a lot of people need to learn how to do as yeah. far as archery, is create that tunnel vision. Right. You and the target. Right. That's the only thing that matters. The fact that you didn't even hear what I said means that you were 100 percent focused, right. focusing on that target. And that's right. really what you need. Yeah. 
So you guys got any big plans for, you know, any more archery? I know archery season's almost over with. I mean, you guys did really well on uh, the champions, the champions, and the f- full years and all so that. I took second. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do bad. Like I said, I, I think I told you earlier, I was in the running and, you know, one shot. Okay, which, these guys are being really humble right now. You know, that uh, was close. I mean, a good year. Closer than a lot of people will ever get. I guess. I don't know. It depends on how hard you try. I was going to say, like that said, you, you know? there, could, there could be a guy that comes out next year and hears this and just completely destroys us. Well, like they're, they're, they're out there. He worked I harder. I enjoy the probably. pressure. Right. Though. Right. I think somebody said that earlier. You, Joe, about the ASA. Yeah. it's yeah. A little bit of pressure. That's why I enjoy shooting with you guys because, you know, being shooting with someone who's is as good as you are pushes you to be better yeah. right you know if, if i go out there and i shoot with a bunch of guys who just are winging arrows down the course i'm just gonna start winging arrows right. down the course yep. but if i got somebody that's you know pounding it makes me want to do it and that's why so. i get on myself like when we're at just at the regular leagues at the club where it doesn't matter what we shoot it doesn't matter the scores don't matter but if i'm if i'm down from you i'm always asking you are, well, where are you at where are you at because mm-hmm. I'm trying. We're we're it's friendly, to, friendly yeah. competition, but yeah, we're it's always competing. A little yeah. competition, you gotta, yeah. and that's why you guys probably sell so much because you're always putting that pressure on there. Because when people get into that, remember the first shoot off, actually the first time we hunted together. Yeah, or, or not hunted together. Sorry. At Flint, yeah. at Flint, uh, I like I got into the shoot off, and I was just like shit and bricks i, I was no like <laughs> i mean there probably wasn't even like 10 15 people watching i, but, I don't know there was a couple but it feels but like still a million, being oh, in the shoot yeah. off. but it feels it, like it was like my first shoot off and i was like i did not like there's nothing you can prepare for yourself no. unless you no. actually do it yeah, yeah. and so even if you get a group of your family to come stand behind you while you shoot out in the backyard yeah. it ain't gonna be the same i get that shoot off feeling on target one every yeah. time like it, even just shooting like today just being out there target one and two i get a little just bit of makes anxiety you feel, but I say yeah i guess i just i just get a little i only get it when you whip out your damn cell phone right <laughs> but uh you're ready to take a video yeah take a video that's Joe ba- clams up yeah that's my bad luck charm with travis's videos yeah. but yeah i mean uh i think on the line you guys do excel and i think it's from doing that you know at, at, and like Anybody could said like when we take normal people and you know like that never hard they're like oh you just score yourself well we're the hardest person on ourselves yeah. yeah we're not gonna give ourselves no. anything yeah. if we're and that's what we do if we think there's any discrepancy on the line we're we're not gonna give it on ourselves because no. you know no. what you're just cheating yourself and it's gonna do you no good when you're actually in a real situation mm-hmm. you know it's just not good and. I mean, it's not good in life at all in any too? situation. Like, are, is it really going to make you feel that much better no. that you won quotations? Yeah. Right? Or, like, you know, took an extra point or something. Yeah, I know? mean, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, like, our hardest critics, and and that's what I think makes... Man, I felt that I'm, today. I, yeah. <laughs> I was going to beat myself up. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> you were about to beat yourself up. <laughs> I was at mad, a, at a man. family fun I was tournament. Mad. I, I just yeah. I don't know why all day. Yeah, that's like and, Gilmore. and that's why I, I surround myself with guys like you because you guys, you know, you know, this is uh, your passion. And I just love the, 
the enthusiasm and the energy from you guys and and that's what i'm just trying to strive in and i didn't meet you guys the other sorry the only reason i met you guys is through archery and if i didn't have that right i would have never known you guys none of us because we're literally sitting here today we live like an hour away from each other there's no way we were ever going to meet each other besides the sport of archery me and colby here we 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 live literally like 15 minutes minutes. yeah you could could probably say yeah five to ten minutes away from each other and i did not know him until we used to he used to live right across the street from me really when i was growing up yeah like We've always been. I mean, we're both in Jackson. And, right. And I didn't even know who he was. So yeah. archery, you know. I've met a lot of a lot of good people. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we got a group that we shoot with every yeah. weekend all through archery. All yeah. through archery. And all through archery. And that's from literally going to a random shoot. Yep. And I... And, walking in. And walking in, and know. we got paired up. And, and that can happen to anybody and oh, yeah. that's why i i recommend like i tell all the time but like you know i tell people like hey you ever do 3d no i i've seen it i don't i thought about it i'm like dude just go out and just do it yeah i, no, I don't say, have no yeah. friends and do that i i didn't have no friends you'll make and do some. It. yeah yes. you'll make some I, I like you said we'll never no. run it you you i don't know there could be some bad apples out there i can't quote let's you know, not let's not joke ourselves there are there are but some yeah but if you go to multiple ones i guarantee you like i've met you're gonna run into more good people than you will bad yeah that is oh, easy to say. yeah way sure. more good oh, people for sure. i would say if you have any question about archery try it you know like even if you're already that guy who's hunting and shooting and you just have thought about shooting 3d archery go out and try it yeah give because it a shot and you'll learn so I think, much you oh. know, there's a wealth of knowledge out there that there you and, can gain from this and, and besides like if i had a bow press i don't think like like now i i'm at the point where i really don't think i would need a archery shop i'll still go to an archery shop forever you know I, that i'm gonna support them guys right, forever right but if i had a bow press i could do everything myself and like two years ago I honestly don't even know how to fucking put a knock on it. I like I, like reading the manual right. how to put light at knocks on my arrows. And yeah, I, and it's just crazy because like the process like I'm like man, I can't believe I didn't know how to do this stuff. Like yeah, like and it makes you such a better hunter too. Oh dude, uh-huh. I was just Knowing about to say equipment. Working on your own equipment. I mean, as good as bow shops are, but working on your own own equipment, I've I've been told this and I believe this myself will hundred percent make you a better archer. One hundred. Hundred percent. I mean it's you're like gonna working under- on your own car, you know. Right. You yeah. know you're what gonna it understand wants, your equipment you know? more, it's, you're gonna understand how it shoots, why it shoots the way it shoots, what to adjust when it doesn't shoot the way it should. Right. Or why it doesn't. And because right. you're gonna know what's wrong right. with it, you know. And then but uh, use this as an example, like I was out in Wyoming and nothing did happen to my equipment, but I was like like two and a half hours from any city and like if anything went wrong with my bow i was recent shop or yeah there was nothing i was like i was just like i'm so glad i'm i know how to work on this just in case there was anything wrong besides a catastrophic failure like a a yeah, string snapping. Uh, yeah, something that you're like, oh shit, no. you can't replace. I was just like, man, if you don't know your equipment, you can really put yourself in a bad situation. So, oh, yeah. but kind of like that guy out on the range today. Yeah, who didn't really know how his rest worked. Yeah, he didn't even know what was wrong. He just right. thought that the spring. Because I was trying to, f- I was if I failed, could, so. I was going to fix it for him if I knew what was wrong with it. But he just went and he... put it in the bow in the car and walked around yeah. for the day. Yeah. 
yeah. which would be rough to pay. And then. and like I mean, kind of like you were saying about meeting good people. I mean, you'll find people like that that if you have an issue out on the range on a 3D range, they will oh, help yeah. you. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good people out there. Like I've had it happen several times. Where I yeah. need a set of Allen wrenches. Hey, who's got a set of Allen wrenches? Yeah, you're going to find somebody. Next thing you know, you got seven packs of Allen wrenches right in your face. And, mm-hmm. and and just to know adjusting on the fly, like, you know, in your equipment, like, I don't know how many T, like, sometimes you will, somehow your pin gets moved or whatever, and you're just like, shot, okay, I'm, like, two yards, and I felt and like that adjust, was your shot. Right. Yeah, I'm adjusting this start. Like, like, I couldn't imagine myself moving my pin anywhere in a tournament adjusting on the fly like on the beginning say you you'll find once especially once you start shooting at a really high level tournament wise yeah the pressure will throw you a little bit left a little bit right a little high a little right but i'm just saying like a couple years ago would like i'm like dude i set this at like i i did this and set it and forget it i I sat that and then i would never move that right unless i got new arrows this is my 30 and that's where it stays yeah yeah. (laughs) if it hits low i'm aiming high now we're like yeah hey man and and that's what i like you know shooting with you guys and all that and you know we're telling we're doing call outs and all that with arrows and telling them where you're at and then you're just breaking right. down you go man i i broke pretty clean on that one I, you know i'm shooting a little right man i should do some clicks or something right move at that point yeah. and then like like all that stuff was like really not i didn't i wouldn't say common knowledge and all that but, no you know but i definitely think somebody should give 3d archery a shot or you know or target i mean we're not the biggest even if target you're never gonna archery. go to no. an asa way event more than just 3d yeah right. archery I'd in general you, could, you know there's, awesome. there's a lot of events where shooting your bow you know get getting out there yeah. and shooting your bow yeah uh yeah we can recommend asa asa look them up on facebook or um Say pretty much every state has some type of yeah, ASA, ASA federation. Yep. IAA if you're in Michigan or Ohio I, and, and Indiana. 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 I think also Pennsylvania. Yeah. They has, might do, uh, if IAA. they do Pennsylvania, they might do New York. Yeah. Anybody on Facebook? I mean. Yeah. Just reach out. Look them up, and yeah. I mean, hey, if if not, go to your local dealer. As I say, if you have enough people interested, I'm sure you can get a hold of somebody and try and get them to bring something to your state. Um, I'm sure they're looking to branch out as much as they can. Right. But and then I mean it, it can branch from there. If you don't even think you're like, oh, I really don't like that. Well, just look at it as a hunting expert. It'll make you a better hunter and all that. Make you more ethical. You meet some more friends. Look at that. We were literally just talking about going to Ohio on the podcast and you know all yep. that. And this is from just meeting a couple of random dudes. Yep. I mean, I. And that's the biggest like thing is like oh, I don't know if I want to go out of town by myself. But then like, you have to push yourself. Uh-huh. You got to push yourself out of that comfort zone. You do, and that's why you gotta... just make the jump and go once. And yeah. I feel like even with going, like when you go to one event, you can go to one event and you find out about four more. Right. And then you go to like two of those four and you found out about ten. Right. Yeah. And it's you like end up with a archery, really cool like it, it opens really up fast. to you yeah. really fast. Yeah. And like we said, we, there's one almost every weekend so yes. if you want to dive into it i mean you can if there's yeah, not one first, from asa can... there's one from ia every yeah. weekend you can go ahead first say, yeah you can go some weekends there's three or four of them i shot yeah i've shot friday saturday and sunday i think three times this year say yeah. most uh, most weekends the last month or so we've been shooting saturday and, and sunday at both. least yeah saturday sunday so and I mean that gets it, it's a lot, but it'll it'll really put you in your place right. as far as archery. It's I think it's worth it and all that. But all right, well we're just trying to sell this archery product on you guys. So 
pretty try much. It. Yeah, yeah. Just try it for get a sure. Bow, just even if not, just getting in the great outdoors. I mean, yep. even if it ain't archery, even if you you get out there and archery isn't the thing, shooting a bow, just being outside. Yeah. You know, getting out there and doing something different. You know, because today's took a turn to you know sitting being on your phone or being on your computer computer so to be able to just get out there in the the wilderness i'm definitely that guy just get people outside yeah even if you didn't like archery you still you got to walk out of it that's a big thing you know a lot of people don't really bring that up there's not a lot of stuff to get you outside and active Mm -hmm. outside anymore like can you think of anything Mm -hmm. really that i mean i mean other than what's usually been around you know the obvious golf <laughs> yeah but I, I, I mean I, are you, you i mean you're outdoors i guess with golf but are you really in tune now right are you really in tune no with you're on a, you, and that's you're that's where a, i say where you get outside you know get outside get in the woods right. you know right. get get out there and it's and, an experience yeah it's get your kids i mean yeah. if somebody's like older you know have some couple of kids yeah. and I mean that's a kids great great way to bring kids into maybe you don't know how to bring them into hunting You're like oh I don't want to force it on them right well hey, hey come to this outdoors. tournament come yeah. to this you know just don't even it, say it's a tournament yeah it's right. just a shoot yeah just a shoot it's just yeah a shoot. come hang out get just them outside out. oh and then man just they start get, asking questions yeah, yeah. wow I really like shooting this bow dad and yeah that, or you know. And, and there's a lot more kids. Right. I think there's less, actually a lot more girl kids than there is. boy kids. I would say this year has kind of popped off for that. And that's cool, man. Women and children are great in the sport. As I say, uh, we love to see kids out there. We we, we want to see more kids out there. Yeah. So if you got kids that's, and you're thinking about getting them interested I mean, in archery or shooting a bow in some form or some that's fashion. The reason I named this yeah. fucking podcast is Generations to Hunt. Because right. I want the kids to get out you know they're the future and that's what i want to like you know just like i want this to last forever and and i think archery and getting out in the great outdoors is the best way to preserve this you know yeah i mean it's it's like our one of our you know greatest pastimes hunting and whatnot right you know all the way back to survival so just to see people out still doing it is Definitely good. Yeah. And it keeps growing. Yeah. So that, and that's the biggest, the, yep. one of the best things. You and, know? you know, and, and a lot of people think the hunters are just a bunch of hillbillies. I mean, look at us. We're a bunch of bro, uh, bow bros. <laughs> bow <laughs> bros. Yeah, bow bros. I mean, if, if if we didn't have archery clothes on and we just went to like a, sh- like a shoot, like in our shoot, normal. In our yeah. Sort of, yeah. People would think we were freaking. You guys in a band? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we you guys are either can- rock band or what? But I'll be there eventually. <laughs> yeah, dude. We, I mean, yeah, we definitely broke a mold. Oh, yeah. But that's. But that's what, what we need in archery. Yeah, and that's part of why I don't care either. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna have full sleeves. Isn't like, that's bringing everybody out. You, yeah, there was always a stigma I felt like with archery, at least in the years past. Right, where, shooting a bow and being outdoors don't discriminate. Right. So. No. As I say, it, anybody it can do it. it yeah. Shouldn't, you, but anybody can. And now that things are starting to change, we we as archers, like us guys, can be that change. Yeah. And be like, look. We can be out here tatted up, yeah. doing what we enjoy doing in our off time, but right, and we good at it. Yeah. And we're good at it, but we're yeah. still yeah. cool people. Yeah. Like, I think nothing... we're pretty humble. I mean, you guys yeah. are pretty humble about it. Isn't isn't sometimes? I'm not saying we're the greatest hunt, uh, archers out there. We're I, I would say I'm a 
C minus, maybe B. I say I think we all probably give ourselves a humble B, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're decent. We're we're hitting targets, and you know we're hitting where we're aiming at pretty good. And you know we're getting high. Mm-hmm. And know uh, somebody's taking seconds, and then somebody's winning the small game tournaments <laughs> and all that. I do know a lot of people like say things like you you know random people you like today you shoot with. They're like, oh, you guys are shooting a lot better than us, or. You ever notice that? Yeah, yeah. people pay but, attention and they do see. Yeah, it, I was about to say is, isn't it funny sometimes when you get these people and they kind of like, I mean they're not judging us, but they're looking at they're us, trying to figure out what we're doing that they're not. Yeah, and then I guess, yeah. and, then, and then we're just like smacking smack apples time. and shit. Yeah, and like, just, <laughs> they're like, what the? F- who are these guys? Yeah, who are these guys? I mean, I think. Oh, I guess I've seen a couple of the shooter jerseys, but like. The shooter jerseys really uh, yeah, throw people probably, off too. That, that, at, at like Tack, yeah. you remember Tack? Yeah, Tack. Me like... and Joe went with our shooter jerseys and our target bows, and it was hunting bows everywhere. And packs, so you had people, packs. people. We had our chairs. Everyone was like, "What? what? Are Is that Levi Morgan?" Yeah, that's that's really <laughs> nah. every. We walked through, and it was like. Dude, like, who are these guys? Yeah, yeah, people coming looking at our bows and all yeah, that. I mean, we like, didn't even oh, have I like, like your stuff. What you got a magnification in that? Yeah, you mean to tell me you can see bigger? <laughs> <laughs> and then people are like, "That's cool. I'm gonna get one." And we're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> Wait like, a second, slow down. <laughs> dude, <laughs> yeah, just because you mi- now, if you miss, it's times whatever yeah. your magnification yeah. it doesn't is. make it. Any better. Say, that's it, why shooting hunter class seems so easy to me. Yeah, uh, you set that pin on there and it. For me, at least, yeah. just sit. I like hunter class because it's what I like to shoot, but shooting magnification to me is funner, or better, not funner, because I can't see. So True. just being able yeah, to see the target blind. makes it nice. Because yeah. so for me, I, I legitly, I'm just, I aim at the target. I find yep. center. Unless you guys are, like, in there, I can see your arrow. Right. Other than that, I just aim at the center of the target. Yeah. It's it's kind of a bit different, too, when uh, when you get to the point, because, like, you know, you go for that basic kill shot, and, it, and then you actually find out where, like, the, the, the rings are. The ring is, yeah. You're like, hmm, that that's not where it. I that thought it was. It. <laughs> Wait, that's not where you're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah that's that's where you, you're it. supposed to be, yeah. but not where you're supposed to be right now. You're right. right. So. Yeah. Well. But I an think eventful day. Yeah, it was really good. I, I mean, that was my first R one hundred and your R fifty. Yeah, R fifty. We can do it. Yeah, fifty. You know, but you guys can take it, take gold home for me, right? Yeah, We're gonna try. I'm gonna go try to bring it home. Gonna bring home a pin. Hat yeah, pin. hat pin. I think we both got a hat pin with our name on it. Probably somewhere in there. I think I think they got a couple extra for us sitting around back oh, there somewhere. Man. All right. Well, we're going to end it there. And uh, I just really appreciate you guys listening and all that. And I really appreciate you guys for being on here. Hopefully, I can do some like success stories or whatever in the upcoming <laughs> senior season and all that. And Yeah, definitely this yeah. year. I look forward to being on again. And uh, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely appreciate you bringing me on. Hopefully, yeah. we can do this again. Sometime. You guys are going to be on here a lot, I it's think. It's a good time. Hopefully we can, like you said, get some big deer on the ground and have some stories to tell coming up. Awesome. I appreciate it. Well, you guys have a good one.